Good morning, y'all. How are y'all doing out there? It is December 4th here in contention, and it's been a jam-packed week here, so I think it's good to remind y'all what time it is every now and then. Speaking of y'all, y'all done wrote me something to read on the air again against my will. Here is today's Howlin' with Wolf. Said that all you <laughs> Tess said that all you wolf pups out there would know what that means. To some of our canine listeners, y'all already know the drill. To all other species, I apologize for that small outburst. Thanks, Tess, for making me lose my shit on air. Now for some more shit, it's the news. Officer Bishop learned that the chief's car had been at the mill on the other side of the city since the night of December 1st. The county coroner reports that during the investigation of an active crime scene, Officer John Lee Pettymore of contention slipped and shoved a possible murder weapon into the eye socket of the deceased Maggie Cook, fumbling and digging around atrociously as the charred bones themselves began to crumble to no longer be a part of the situation. Also. Anyone out there having some fucked up dreams? Shit, I know I have. Last night, I was eating cereal in my basement. But it wasn't like my basement, but it was. When I looked down, my spoon was made of wet tuna, and the Count Chocula had turned into forgotten memories. Then, I saw my dog, Wolf, and he had my face on his face. What the fuck is up with that shit? Well, you know what they say. Now I'm gonna need y'all to wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. Because in contention, nihilism reigns supreme. And the points don't matter. It's kudzu with no backbone. John's phone rings. Like Real quick, roll a constitution check for me. Pass. Pass. Fail. Okay, so John, you will get one hit point back, and the other two of you will get a d4. I was going to say 2d6 would be great. <laughs> I rolled a three. I get three back. Good work, Clark. That brings uh, me yeah. almost to perfect health. One back. That oh, I still am 21 out of 25. I've got 25 out of 26 hit points. Well, you guys have insane. What do you have? I'm like I'm 18 of 20, but I only like 20 is my max. Yeah. My willpower is at two, which means I need a little help from my friend. Your willpower is at a two. You guys put a lot into con. I went middle of the road, baby, 50. 
John, your phone rings as you're getting ready. It's Keith Vigna. I don't answer. Okay. I send John a text. (laughs) Hey, dude, uh, can you bring a little bit of stimulants for me? I'm having a real off day today. Uh, I text him, like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, and I put the shrug guy emoji in there. I put two snowflakes and a winky face emoji. Uh, I send back, like, all caps, I don't know what you're talking about, angry face. I send back, bring me something or I will explicitly text it to you. I don't reply. God damn it. Okay, I drive to John's house then. Oh, oh, uh, okay, I'm, I'm already on the way to work. <laughs> I mean, you can resolve it if you want. What's the timeline? Like, does he come to my house or... Keith, do you leave early enough to... <laughs> yeah, like... I do. I get up and I put my clothes on and I drive out there and I'm pissed. I just woke up mad. Okay, I'm going to have you roll luck at a negative 20 to see if uh, John is still there. He's not. <laughs> I am gonna, I'm going to break into his house, though. <laughs> I'm desperate. So instead of getting some five-hour energy, that's not gonna, <laughs> you're going to break not, into your not, co-worker's house and steal cocaine. Yeah, because <laughs> that's my only option right now. He told me that that's... I did not say that cocaine was your only option. Yeah, but you said coffee wouldn't work, so I assumed. <laughs> Just jump all the jump way to cocaine. to cocaine. It's literally the, like, the most readily available option we have here. I thought this was going to be a quick one and done. That's That's why you're all in the room right now. (laughs) Okay. I get to his house and he's not there, I guess. Yep. Okay. Definitely break in if you want to (laughs) like really upset John later. Yeah. I mean, I'm already upset. So yeah, I'm I'm fighting mad. So I've because (laughs) John, do you want to describe your house? It's the first time we've seen it. Yeah. So it's, um, booby-trapped nice like out of Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I slip on some marbles and fall it's a down nice the stairs. nice little property north of town. Uh, you come down like a quarter mile of secluded gravel driveway and you come into this little clearing and there's a nice fucking, you know, older but single story, smallish home. There are some, like there's a random truck and a trailer net around, you know, and it really looks... Uh, just peaceful and beautiful and there's like rabbits and deers jumping around and shit and you're about to you know disturb that harmony so so i pull up and i have lock picking so i'm gonna try to do that first is that cool at his front door yes okay with a minus 20 that's a pass okay 26 on a 30 which i have 50 so sounds good then like (laughs) struggling just like get out of your car get up there start sweating yeah just work your way into the house i go inside and i look around for wherever it would be okay uh roll a search for me it's a crit fail (laughs) (laughs) john what does he find he knocks over all my Smokey and the Bandit DVDs. <laughs> oh, doggy. And almost tips over like the Dukes of Hazard DVDs right next to him. Oh, wait. Hold up. Smokey and the Bandit is not a TV show. It's a nope. movie. You, you had a bunch of copies, copies of it. Of it. <laughs> special, special edition. Yeah. The so Smokey I, every edition. Every director's cut. Yeah. International releases. 
Um, and anything remotely related to the Smokyverse. Okay. Well, I'm not leaving until I get what I need. So I'll just go from room to room, searching violently through everything until I find it. Okay. Is that how a crit fail search roll works? Yeah. I- you violently turn over the house of John Lee Pettymore, unable to find the cocaine that you know is on the premises somewhere. Wow, we're so this is what you want, just our characters to get in an actual fight. I mean, I'd be complete I'm I'm already pretty useless as a cop. I I literally could not do our job today without <laughs> this. So I don't find anything. Nope. I text him one more time, I'm like, dude. Tell me where it is. Tell you where what is. Why? What are you talking about? I've got... I brought some stuff for you. It's at the station. Oh, cool. Thanks. See you there. <laughs> I try to put the DVDs back a little bit, but then I just go I give up and go to my car and drive back to the station. Okay. I didn't want to do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't? No, but I had to. I don't know if you know what those words mean <laughs> all right well uh the three of you arrive at the police station rearing to go on the morning of december 4th you arrive at 9 a.m i sit at my desk and just put my head down okay you know that the fbi will be here in an hour to meet with you and as you are milling about the office as the day is beginning you hear a news story come over uh drew's speakers at his desk and you hear the news story say 10 people have died in a brutal fire at the city hospital 46 more are in critical condition the fire started early this morning and the building has just now been cleared after hours of fighting back the fire and sweeping the premises for survivors after the evacuation. We do not have any word yet on how the fire started, but we will deliver updates as they roll in here to the studio. Hold your loved ones close today as we send thoughts and prayers to those who lost friends and family. Stick around for our next segment. Experts say we're all showering too much. With your morning update, I'm Yolanda Squat Pump. <laughs> and immediately following, Drew turns it down to let you guys know that two children were reported missing late last night uh, from a home in the suburbs. Their names are Aiden and Alice Little. Repeat those names, Drew. Aiden and Alice Little. Okay, we'll get right on that. Okay, good. <laughs> Their parents are very worried. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Wait, where was that fire at? I missed the first part. The hospital. Oh, yeah. The city hospital. All right, what do you guys want to do around the office? I don't know. I bet we have a lot of paperwork to do. (laughs) I bet you do. Is there anything that you want to... the chief's not here. (laughs) Is there anything you want to take care of? Um, Oh, the chief's dead. (laughs) 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 I didn't even... It didn't even fix me. (laughs) Good thing the chief's not here. Oof. Rip. Hey, Good John. Good thing the chief's not here. John. Uh, yeah, Bigna. Dude, can I... Did you bring me any medicine? Uh, yeah. Hey, you're smart enough to know not to be texting about that shit I on know, open but lines. I just... All right, I, I have some for you, and I dangle you. a little baggie, but I'm going to need you to clean out the Catman's cage first, because... Okay. He left a number of human-sized dudes in the corner, <laughs> and I'm not touching that. Okay. Um, I'll get right on it. Do you want a little bump first? To- oh, please. Okay. 
I take a bump. Roll a d6 for me. Three. All right. It is 9 a.m. currently, and you are going to... So for the next 45 minutes, he'll have three. <laughs> no, for, more. Th- for three hours, is that right? For three hours, you <laughs> will not be at a negative 20%. Hell yeah. Have the makers of this game ever done cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just I roll wish a that's d6. How, I wish you... that's how it works. <laughs> it dictates the high. Um, I, I happily go clean the shit out of the cell. <laughs> you missed a spot. Is that true? <laughs> Dr. Jacobs says as you clean the cell that she shares with her. Hey, what Hey, what, what charges are we holding her on again? <laughs> How long can we keep her here? We looked it up at the time. I think 24 hours, maybe 48. Uh, it's because we wanted to investigate her. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Everything's in disarray. Our chief is dead. Oh, you know, chief is dead, and we got the FBI coming. Is that what you're getting at? We shouldn't have a cat boy in there. (laughs) No, if if anything, I think that helps us. That anything that can confuse and distract the FBI. Uh, I'm just thinking further on down the road when she brings a you know civil rights lawsuit against us. Sure, for false imprisonment or whatever. I think I think we still are within our rights for today. Oh, that's what we'll tell the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Before you ask, we're well within our rats. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned the spot that I messed up, and I said, I would even eat off this floor, but I'm not hungry. <laughs> Thanks for the input, Keith. And then I come back up to John. I'm like, can I please have that? Yeah, I give him the baggie. I stick it in my pocket, and then I'm ready I'm ready to talk to these feds. Wait, uh, fellas, that, we should maybe talk about our story here. Do we, how much, do we want to tell them everything, tell them nothing? No, uh... I was thinking, they're getting here in, what, an hour? Mm-hmm. I'll just roll out. I'll go get some... You guys want me to pick you up some breakfast or something? Have you guys eaten yet? Oh, yeah. I go grab some food for us, get back, like, right as they're getting here, and then act like, hey, I got our breakfast. Also, does anybody recognize this? I don't know where it came from. I found it in the trunk of my car. That's the plan. I like it. And then I'll somehow remember that it's from John's house. So when they were talking to me last night, uh, they seem to know a lot about a lot of stuff. So if they start asking us about stuff, are we going to lie to them? Or? I'm playing dumb. I don't think we should let them know more than... We're already giving them the one thing they wanted. But what if they can help us? Well, let's see Play how along. they... Yeah, we... Let's see how they... Act. Let's read them. Exactly. Right. Is that a skill? Human? Mm-hmm. I got 80 human, so... <laughs> And now I'm not at a negative 20, so hell yeah. Keith Vigna is fully aware of how much people <laughs> despise him. <laughs> um, also, John. Hey, y- yeah. Later later tonight, we'll, ha- we'll have to have a, a personal talk. What, what about? In, in which I profusely apologize for what I did this morning. Don't we'll talk, the, we'll talk about it after that. I don't want to worry you. You don't have to apologize that much for those texts, man. We okay, yeah. Well, that makes me feel better. I just wanted to. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay, well, just try to maintain, you know, discipline when texting about drugs. Like absolutely heard from now on. Yeah. Um, what do you guys want for breakfast? I want a, a supersonic breakfast burrito. Okay. <laughs> don't we? Ha- what's the local? Did we make a breakfast place? Beans on beans. Yeah, let's go to be- Beans on Beans. Because oh, be- it's Bean Street, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to head over to Beans on Beans. Uh, Let me get uh, that Big Bean Special. The Big Bean Special? You want the Big Bean Sonic Burrito that they import from the city Sonic? <laughs> now, if you, I mean, Sonic's right around the corner. If you could just stop at I'll, Sonic. I'll, I'll swing by there. That'll, that'll kill me some time. 
Uh, so you want the big bean breakfast? Yeah. Do you want what kind of? You want black or pinto? <laughs> uh, black eyed. Black eyed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Extra bacon. Extra bacon. I know uh, you. One piece soggy and one piece crispy. Okay. They, I can do that. Just tell them it's Clark's order, little now. Oh, the the beans. Bishop's Beans Breakfast. <laughs> That's it. Gotcha. Okay. They, they told me they were going to add it to the menu at some point. It's, I think it might be. I haven't been there in a minute, so I'll check it out. Okay, cool. Clark, frankly, I find it disgusting. And I'm not in a habit to comment on a man's breakfast, uh, but I find it disgusting that you let them dangle one strip of bacon in the bean water and leave the other strip. Have you tried it? No. It's so good, buddy. I haven't tried it. All right. Okay. Fuck it. Screw it. Make it two. Two? Okay. Well, I'll try it. I'll I'll be back in about. Let me know when they it's get a, here, and then I'll be just, back then. Just they, they're getting see, here in an hour. When you see their car pull in, heard. Okay, Keith, how do you feel about the street name Beans? Beans on Beans. I really try not to think about it too much. You don't associate the two. I do, but it makes me kind of sick in my stomach the more I think about it. So I don't want to think about it. Fair enough. Why? Keith's actual last name is Beans. <laughs> I forgot all about that, Beans. <laughs> I changed my name to avoid embarrassment when I came back to town. No offense to anyone named Vigna, but kind of picked a dumb name. I mean, Beans is a dumb name, but... I think we're going to... Has that come out in character? Well, I think you did mention something about... Did you tell it to us or I just I can't the, remember. Yeah, yeah, it might have been, might it have been was out of character. It was his dog. His dog's name. His is dog's Bean. name is Bean. Yeah, that's weird. If you're trying to escape it, <laughs> yep. I it's, like to think that my the dog has last, been around, yeah, like per, before I was Keith Figna. Uh huh. Okay, so I go to my namesake street and breakfast joint. It's technically your ancestor's namesake. But. Okay, and the two of you are hanging around the office, waiting for the FBI. Yeah, I actually. I need to talk to Drew for a minute. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, Drew. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, sure. Hey, so, uh, what what time did Clark come by the station last night? It was like 1 a.m. That is a off, but like, uh, that's about when we were meeting with the people next door, right? Yes. Well, see, that's that's pretty strange, Drew, because I was with Clark at 1 a.m. Did you notice anything besides the limp? Did you notice anything funny about him? I mean, he looks kind of messed up, like he'd been through some shit. His uniform and everything seemed right. Well, he wasn't wearing his uniform. He'd, he had just come in earlier to change into civilian clothes. I guess he changed again into some other civilian clothes. But yeah, no, he, he looked kind of messed up, but he was wearing... He was wearing normal clothes. And he warned you not to go to the chief's house. And this was before or after you were contacted by the reporter? This was before. Jesus. Okay. All right. So from now on? Yeah. If you see one of us without any of the other of us, if that makes any sense? Sure. If I Uh, see any of you individually? Yeah. Just keep an eye out, because maybe it's not us. What? What do you mean? I don't rightly know, but you know how like we got that cat man in there? Yeah. Because he got Freaky Friday with his cat? Yeah, you guys keep saying that, but I, what do you mean? Uh, 
I mean, I get it that he like wants to be a cat and he thinks he's a cat and stuff. But oh, like, no, oh shit, have we not put you in on this loop? Maybe this is a bigger conversation. Honestly, I like yeah. I'm, Clark, once Clark gets out of the bathroom, I think he should know about this too. But I just wanted to go over it real quick. Oh yeah. Well, while we're here, um, you 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 guys moved all the all the cocaine. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Did we not tell? It? Also, the FBI is gonna be here in about twenty minutes. What? Yeah, so we had to get the coke out of here. Okay, yeah, good thinking. It's all it's all on my property. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's even better than it being here. Yeah, oh yeah. It's buried in a, in a secure vault. Perfect. Okay. Hey, that cake is safe, buddy. Oh, uh, yeah, I autocorrect messed up this morning. Oh, I thought you were just being discreet, unlike Vigna. What? Oh, Vigna was texting me for some coke because he knew it was at my house. He's very tired and an idiot. <laughs> he is certainly that. But hey, you know what? From now on, like, why don't you call it cake or just anything besides oh, Coke if we're texting? I, I really like that. We'll call it cake. <laughs> you know, hey, I don't know how well that's going to stand up in a court of law. You know, if they were viewing those texts, like, I think that's kind of one to one. So we might want to circle back and think of some. But for right now, if we're talking about kilograms of cake, <laughs> yeah, that's going to tip them off. <sighs> Man, this is a lot. Honestly, I am. I'm in this. I'm like, let's make some money. But goddamn, this is a lot on top of all this goo monster nonsense and the chief dying and all the other things we haven't followed up on. I'm gonna miss her. Yeah. Yeah, me too, buddy. Clark comes back from the bathroom and Drew and John Lee Pettymore at Drew's desk talking. Hey, Clark, could you come here a minute? Yeah. What's up? Hey, so I got a, a text from Drew this morning. Uh, it seems while you and I were at the donut shop, another you was at the station talking to Drew here. Uh, what do you mean another me? You heard that right. Another you. Like, somebody who said they were me no so i saw you i i saw you came to the station last night at 1 a.m and you you told me not to go to the chief's house and you were limping i'm i'm really sorry that i went now i wish i would have listened to you but was that not you i mean it must you, you must have been confused it was somebody that uh it looked like me, maybe. Uh, he said he was you. It was you. Well, Drew, I was I was up at the donut hole last night. That was one o'clock, wasn't it? Wasn't it, John? Oh yeah, we were there. I was with. That's that's why I brought you into. The, that's why I'm telling him, Drew, because I was with the man. So you must be mistaken. It just it wasn't me. Drew rules a sanity test. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nah, I don't. He sh- should, should we roll? Sh- yeah. Uh, what's Drew's sanity? He crit fails. He's Drew right. explodes. He's dead. Drew explodes. <laughs> Drew has a 100 power. No. <laughs> I can see it. It's like Kenneth from 30 Rock. Yeah, exactly. He's, he rolls an I-8. Wow. Cool. So he's sane as hell. My boy's sane as hell. Don't be telling him that he's not seeing what he sees, Clark. Yeah, for the sake of the argument, uh, what, what else do I say? You just came in, you were limping, you were acting really weird, and you... Acting weird how? Was I, was I mumbling? Was well, yeah, I falling I mean, over? You, you were kind of talking to yourself as you came in, and you were wearing different clothes than you were when you left uh, with your CVs on, 
and you you were wearing normal clothes, but you came in, you were limping, you looked really haggard and, and like you'd been through some stuff. And you uh, you exasperatedly told me not to go to the chief's house. And I asked you why, and then you were mumbling something and you walked away and you just left. And I was busy here, so I, I didn't worry about it. I figured I wouldn't go the, to the chief's house. I didn't understand why you didn't want me to go there. But, you know, later when when, when Mr. Dorsey came by, when, when Harold stopped by and, and he wanted to go there, he wasn't going to take no for an answer. And so I... Uh, I went with him. I, I wanted to let him. I didn't want to just give him the chief's keys, but he wasn't going to leave, and I was just trying to be nice. Drew, you did good. You did good there. Don't worry about that. <sighs> did you... Uh, did you, I walked out the door, but did you see if I got in a car and left, or... Uh, I just stayed inside. How about we check the tapes? Can I Can I see myself walking in, maybe? Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. I forgot we had the... <laughs> okay, so you guys go over to the uh, security <laughs> tapes. <laughs> And as you are watching him, you see a figure uh, limping, wearing uh, like a hoodie and jeans, limping their way into the police station just from around the corner on foot. Then not even a minute later, uh, the same figure leaves uh, around the same corner on foot. We've probably got cameras inside the station, right? Real world, probably a police station would. That would well, they yeah. would have cameras inside. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you got cameras inside. Let's let's check that tape next. Okay, so then you would see Clark Bishop walk in to like limp into the police station wearing the same clothes you saw the figure wearing outside. Say something to Drew. Drew doesn't get up from his desk, and then Clark leaves. If you could both roll me a sanity oh, check. Yeah. Fail. I crit pass with an 11. Okay, that is not you. No way. Not a chance that that's you. Uh, You fail. Would a crit pass? I don't know. Shouldn't he be like, that's me and I I know it? Like That's me and I know it. That's an interesting perspective. From my point of view, the reason that I said there's no way that's you is normally when we do sanity loss, the losing of sanity is from seeing the unnatural yeah so if i saw this and didn't lose sanity it probably didn't seem unnatural to me exactly yeah if you lose no sanity you would deny its existence as being unnatural whereas you are wholly convinced that that is clark bishop and you lose a d4 of sanity what do you think about i mean that's in line with how we've been playing there was that guy who called me and told me that the body was uh, older on the inside than it was on the outside and mm-hmm. i crit passed a sanity check on that and so i just chalked it up to bad test results yeah that doesn't make sense it just seems like it's a little like you want to maintain your sanity for game reasons, right? And then you want to push I'll, the plot forward. Yeah, we and also understand like, more by passing rules. But I actually like the discord between the two, where not losing the sanity is good mechanically, but not understanding the truth is also technically good for your character, even though we all know that learning more about the unnatural causes the game to move forward. Does that make sense? But learning more about the unnatural causes you to lose sanity. Lose sanity. Yeah. One. All right, so you only lose one. You could also say, I know it's not me in a more literal sense that I'm like so, sh- there's some some 
tell that I'm so sure that that's an imposter or something like that. What do you think that would be? I don't mumble, but, <laughs> yeah. I, but, I, but I do mumble a lot. A, you don't have a limp? <laughs> yeah, right. You don't see, own see, a hoodie? Dude, obviously, it's not me because I ain't limping. Well, so, well, I think you're arguing past each other. I'm not suggesting it is you, Clark, but that's someone with your face. Uh, can I tell from the tape maybe what gave me my limp? is? Are the pants ripped or any blood, anything on them or anything? Nope. Maybe this is asking too much, but given that this has been like three or four days of game time and this has been four months of gameplay. <laughs> have we in the past week encountered anybody limping or heard about any, but like just Keith. What the fuck? <laughs> John and Clark slowly look at each other. Realization passing up between their eyes. It's fucking Keith. It's Keith. He's a shapeshifter. <laughs> I'm a, a, face, a face taker. <laughs> Drew is looking at you. Guys, I'm really scared. I tell Drew, I, I put a sh- hand on his shoulder and I say, Drew, all I can tell you is that that wasn't me. But maybe from here on out, if you are talking to one of us, you might text us also. I told him the same thing. Yeah, that way we can be sure. That way we'll know where you are. Yeah, if, you, if, if it's not me, I'll text you back. I'm, <sighs> I'm not at the station, for example. And then you should grab that person in front of you and hold them. Okay. Unless somehow the imposter gets a hold of one of our cell phones and knows about this arrangement and then orchestrates a double switch. That's unlikely. Yeah. What if they get your cell phone? No, I, it's the best plan we have, but I'm just saying, be aware for anybody who comes up asking to look at your phone or anything. We can make a, a covert. What if we handcuffed our phones to our hands? No, that's stupid. Drew, every time I see you, I'm going to say bubblegum tree. Okay, yeah, I love that. And I'm going to say lollipop bush. Okay, and I'm going to say bubblegum bush. Well, see, you should have your own thing. You just kind of took our things. Yeah, but I I took the two that made it alliteration. I like it. Okay, hey, yeah, you do you, buddy. What was it again? Bubblegum bush. I'm not going to remember that. And yours is lollipop bush, and his is bubblegum. Bubble tree. Bubblegum tree? Bubblegum tree. We nailed it. We what definitely if we all just this? say bubblegum tree? Oh, that would make more sense. Okay. So we all have the same word. That sounds good. Flash. Thunder. That's from D-Day. Bu- bu- bubblegum tree. Okay, so it's you. Yeah. Bubblegum tree. Okay, so it's you. Yeah, you got it. Nailed it, buddy. Bubblegum tree. Hey, it's Drew. Drew. All That's... right, cool. Hey. <laughs> Okay, well, hey, uh, Drew, hey do, you mind, do you mind texting the entirety of that conversation to Clark? <laughs> Could you do that for us, buddy? I mean, uh, Keith, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll let him know. Cool. Uh, it's probably about time for us to get him back here, right? It's 1150 or what time is it? It's like 915. Did you mean Keith? Yes. Okay. I thought you were saying Drew text Clark because we don't know if this Clark is the Clark. I was also confused <laughs> by that. <laughs> oh, fuck. What if we just... Gave the password to the fake Clark. <laughs> You're just gonna have to think that, I guess. My eyes narrow, and I just. Hey, Drew, is there? Uh, can you think of any time that maybe one of us came in here and said something to you, and then never talked about it ever again? <laughs> like, has, could, could this have happened before? I mean, Clark, that happens literally all the time. You guys talk about a lot of stuff that you never follow up 
on again. Fuck There's off, only Drew. so many hours in a day, Drew. God damn. Drew, I didn't ask your professional opinion on our prowess in the cop and world. The fucking, God damn. Yeah. What are you, Detective Drew now? You, piece of, you think you could do our job? I, just, I hand Drew my gun and my badge, and I'm like, <laughs> be me, motherfucker. Walk a mile in these boots. He gets a very serious look on his face, and he reaches out slowly for your gun. And I slap his hand away. <laughs> God damn it, Drew. Oh, okay. It was a joke. I text both guys in a group <laughs> message. Hey, it's cheaper to get this with an egg. How do you want your egg cooked? <laughs> I text back scramble. I didn't see the I don't respond to the group text. Okay. <laughs> I'm at uh, Beans on Beans. I ordered all all three the same thing with scrambled eggs. And I'm on I'm on my way back. Oh, uh Joe is asking, did Clark uh, recognize the clothing that the other Clark was wearing? Is it stuff that I knew that I owned? It is not stuff that you own. Okay, cool. And that is one of the reasons you found it hard to believe that that was you. So I pull up to the police station and I wait to see the FBI. There is a large black SUV that pulls up next to you. The windows are completely blacked out, and Agent Kennedy and Agent McKinley make their way out of the shotgun and backseat of the SUV. So they got a driver. Or it's a self-driving Tesla FBI van. Okay, I wait for them to go inside, and then I wait like 30 seconds, and I go around to the back of my trunk, get that bag out, and bring in my three bags of beans and the black Nike bag. Okay, sounds good. Three, two. Okay, so... You didn't say one. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) So Clark and Drew and John are all standing around Drew's desk right at the entrance of the police department when... Agent Kennedy and Agent McKinley walk in. Clark, you are the only one out of the three of you who has seen these two before. So I'll describe them again. Agent Kennedy is a short young woman, and Agent McKinley is a tall, old, gruff man. She has a bit of a spark in her step, glint in her eye, and he has uh, very slow steps and very dead eyes. And they walk into the police department. Agent Kennedy says... Oh, hello there, Agent Kennedy, FBI. Good to see you both. Hi, how are you? And immediately upon looking at you guys, Agent McKinley scans you and freaks out. This is the tall, old, gruff man. And his eyes get enormous. And he looks at Agent Kennedy and he goes, and then he sprints out. He turns and he dips. He runs straight out of the police department. So Keith Vigna, you will actually see as you're walking in with this stuff, Agent McKinley running out going and gets back into the SUV and slams the door shut. When you say he scans us, or would it take that he's some kind of Robot. Oh, no, I don't think so. I just used that word like... Um, so he's for sure a He's a robot. He's yeah. a robot, cool. 100%. Cool, robot. It's, a, it's an, o- an octocular octic, 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 pat down. Ocular pat down. Ocular pat down. I'm going to get the word out that sooner. That was it incredible. <laughs> Some kind of optical pat up. Uh, optic, but octic. Oct- 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 
tactical. <laughs> so Agent Kennedy immediately starts apologizing, and she's like, oh, yeah, no, oof, I am so sorry about that. I mean, he is just off his... Our last mission went very poorly, and I, he's just all over the place these days, so... Did you, uh... Never mind him. Where the hell are you from, lady? Oh, I'm from Minnesota. Minnesota, Ireland? No, just Minnesota. It is in the United... It's in the United States of America. (laughs) (laughs) So you're from the Netherlands. Is that what I'm getting? (laughs) No, it's in the U.S. I am from up north. This is how we sound up there. I guess you haven't been. (laughs) I guess not. So I walk in. And I'm like, what's that dude's deal? Oh, he's just had a real rough go of it the past few days. Hey, guys, I got your breakfast. Oh, thank you. I, I toss each of them the bag uh, of breakfast. Miss Kennedy, this here's a... This is Agent a officer. Kennedy. Agent Kennedy. Sorry about that. Agent Kennedy. This here's uh, Keith Vigney. He's an officer here with us. Agent, like, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> I watched that movie the other day. Keith, Keith, no, it's a. Uh, this is a. This is a real life. It's a real agent. It's a real agent. Keith. Oh, you're real. You're real. Oh, yeah, she's not okay. from the Matrix. She's from. Oh, oh yeah. You told me that she's gonna. I forgot to get you breakfast. Do you want? Do you want some of mine? Uh, no, I am good on the breakfast. You don't like black-eyed peas and bacon? One soggy, one crispy. That some sounds scrambled eggs. That just sounds deeply unappealing on all levels. <laughs> that's oh, that's you, what I'm saying, have lady. You, have you tried it though? No one's no, no one's it, tried it, it, Clark. It's good. Hey guys, also, uh, I can't remember if one like if you guys if this belonged to either of you guys. I found it in the trunk of my car. I was cleaning all the shit out of my trunk and here, let me take a look at that there, Keith. Well, heck, this is a this is a black Nike bag. Isn't that what you were looking for? I comically slap like hands on both cheeks, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what a coincidence!" What do you mean? She is elated. She is like clapping her hands together very quickly and jumping up and down. And we fooled her, guys. We fooled her. And and she's like, "Oh my goodness! Oh, I've been looking just all over for this. Oh my, you have no idea." Uh, I got bad news for you, Agent Kennedy. It's empty. Perfect. And she will reach her arm out to grab it. Hold on, hold on. Just for the listeners. (laughs) Luke was nodding his head very intensely up and down, and Thomas was vehemently shaking his head no. Uh, I uh, hesitantly go ahead and hand it to her. Hold on. I put my hand out. Hey, now. What did you, what's this bag worth to you? I go ahead and start pulling it back. She stops clapping, stops jumping up and down, and gets a very serious look in her eye. Oh, I don't think you'll want to be doing that. I, that's all I need. We just, we just want a little information is all we're really aiming for here. A little quid pro quo between, quid pro quo <laughs> between uh, fellow officers of the law. Okay, if you're looking for information, how about this? Let me use that bag, and then I will give you information. How? What are you going to do with that bag? I just need to put something in it. All right, this might sound like a strange question, but it gets to the heart of what we're after here. Do you want to put something strange in it? Oh, sorry. I'm pretty hungry. I'm just going to go ahead and go ahead and start eating on this. <laughs> I 
I sit down at my desk and start eating my beans while I watch this unfold. I suppose, yes, Officer Pettymore. It would be something quite strange. What sort of strange? She reaches into her back pocket and pulls out a small lockbox that is two inches by two inches, and it has a combination lock on it, and she starts messing with the numbers. Now, I'm not going to open this until I can drop what's in here directly into that bag. All right, go so ahead. Can you open it up for me, hold it out, Officer Bishop? Sure. I go and I reach out and I hold it open underneath. She clicks the numbers into position and then holds this lockbox right above the bag. And then she opens it. And there inside is a small metal sphere about an inch in diameter. And she immediately just tilts it and it drops right into the black Nike bag. And she closes up her packet and puts it in her back pocket and breathes the deepest sigh of relief you have seen someone breathe in some time. I, with the bag still being held open by me, I pull up to where I can see into it. Do I see the ball at the bottom of the bag? No. That's a heck of a trick, lady. Thank you. Now, uh, I, uh, I appreciate you finding that for us, but I'm going to have to take it. And uh, we're gonna leave you to it here. Uh, real, real quick, that uh, that little ball, what was that? That was why Agent McKinley is so unintelligible these days. That little ball caused us so much trouble. <sighs> I'm good to finally be rid of it. What what kind of trouble did it cause you, Officer Bishop? We can't really get into that. You see, we have you a bit over the barrel here with all the goings on, and uh, I happen to hear that your chief's home blew up last night. Now, we're not sure what kind of a situation that that puts you in here, but with all the strange happenings here in contention, I would think that you have far more important things to be worrying about. I think actually you're right, and we're in agreement there, but where where we might not see eye to eye is that I'm not so sure this ain't both of our problems. I with a mouthful of beans, I over. What what was that, Keith? Get over here. I gotta ask you something. Oh, all right. I'll look so, over. Should I tell Should I tell her about that that silver ball that we found? Oh, I was just gonna see if we could keep the bag in case we need it. Yeah. Okay. I was I was gonna say something, but I thought you guys might get mad if I did, so I'm not going to. That was a good instinct. Ham, I was more than the bag. I was gonna see if we could keep this FBI agent in case we need it. You know what I mean? Keep keep her on the hook. Get her to help us out. Get her phone number. She seems to know about strange shit. No. What are y'all talking about over there? You're you're the next part of my plan. Holler. Just keep your voice down. You're not needed yet. Just. Shut up in there. Stop your husband from pissing so much. Well, it's if her, you want to, it's her cat. Yeah, that's it's like we said. It's confusing as to what that is. Yeah, that's her husband's body pissing like a cat all over our goddamn prison walls. But if it was her husband, he wouldn't. It wouldn't be him pissing. He wouldn't piss in there. The cat. <laughs> the cat is what is what pissed in the cell. I I got you. I understand. I know what you mean. I was just making sure we remember what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
It's thorny. <laughs> it's a sign and blame in this scenario. Hey, anyway, is, Agent, um, are you staying in contention for a while? We could show you around well, see, the see, nightlife. What, what she just told us is that she's not. So we got to work. Oh, see, I was yeah. too busy thinking about you balls got a mouth, and beans. You got a mouthful of beans. <laughs> just balls and beans. It's all it ever is with you, Keith. <laughs> Why don't we? We should call you Beans. No, we shouldn't. Don't. Keith Beans. No, is don't, what call we should me, call don't call you. me that. He does love him so don't much. Don't call me that. You love Beans so much. Look, we're going to call about you Keith else. Beans. Let's talk about something else. Okay, Beans. God. Uh, hey, agent, F- FBI person. My lord. <laughs> my, my lord. <laughs> Yeah, hey you. Yeah, come come over, take a look at our cell real quick. Uh, she begins walking over where you are. So I was imagining like Keith's desk is way back in the bullpen. You guys definitely stuck him in the back of the department, and so he is the closest one back to the cells. So she begins walking across the station and makes it to where you guys are and peeks her head in and looks at the cells. Hey, you see that man pissing in the corner like a cat? She looks over and she sees the body of Doug Jacobs on all fours, but with one paw just like up on the wall of the cell. And he is pissing kind of back behind him. And then he starts to kick up his feet onto the like nothing to to cover the urine that is on the cell floor. Hey, hey, Doctor Jacobs. Yes. Could you tell our guest here uh, exactly what happened to your husband? My husband believes he is a cat. What the fuck, lady? All right, no, your husband was turned into a cat by a radio, ma'am. These men keep telling me these crazy stories, and they've locked me up in here with no proof that I belong. They did not read me my Miranda rights properly when I was arrested. Now, hey, hey, yeah, you got no proof of that, and we did, by the way. We, I'm almost positive we always do that. We, we do that every time. So just don't stop your hearsay. Are you a federal agent of the law? And uh, Agent Kennedy is just kind of staring at this whole situation. She okay, looks well, at you guys. Don't. All right. She's being uncooperative. Uh, obviously, anybody would be pissed off about being stuck in a jail cell with their cat husband for however long we've kept her in there. But, uh, hey, that is, that is a cat man, and a radio did it to him. A weird radio. And there's a weird gun, and there's a weird camera, and... There's all this oil all over the place, and this shit is frankly scaring the hell out of me, and I don't know what's going on, and I need you to help. I'm standing next to John, and hearing him say it all like that is kind of a relief for me, and I'm kind of like nodding earnestly. <laughs> and that is a fucking cat man. And what do we do? Agent Kennedy looks at you all with a deep, knowing sadness in her eyes. And she says, well, I, uh, I guess that means that, uh, you guys are in. Uh, I'll be right back. And she walks out the door of the police station and walking back in is Agent Kennedy along with a young bald fit man 
with sunken, intense eyes, wearing a black t-shirt and jeans, and you would all recognize him as Billy Harrison, the man that was tied up in the back of Charles Donovan's car. Oh shit, Keith, it's that guy who made a fool of you. <laughs> I I don't think I rush him, but I am like hand toward the yeah, gun. Yeah, that's, that's a wanted fugitive. Yeah. Hey, same. hey, you stop right there. So as he walks in, he is carrying Keith's uniform pressed and folded in a pile in one of his hands with Keith's service revolver sitting on top of it. I look down at my uniform that I have on and there's black beans just spilled all, or black eyed peas just spilled <laughs> all over it. And I'm like, okay, I could use that. I get up and I like stink eye him and I walk up and I grab my clothes out of his hand and I am red faced with embarrassment and anger and I walk back to my desk. Uh, as you walk away from him, he says to you, I sure hope that you're feeling better. Yeah, I mean, no thanks to you. I did everything. What the hell was that? I, I did everything that you asked me to do, Officer Vigna. Keith, what the hell did you ask him to do? I just didn't ask him to attack me. That's what he did. John and Clark's heads are turning back and forth between each person. Yeah. Uh, this man looks incredulous, and he looks over at Agent Kennedy. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, Officer Vigna. Uh, if you want to keep what happened between you and I private, that's one thing, but don't go spreading rumors about me. Keith, Keith what happened in that hospital? I told you what happened already. He told us. Hey, he may look as dumb as he is, but he's our friend. Kinda, so. Well, your friend made me, at gunpoint, change into his clothes, and then handcuff him to a hospital bed, and then prance around the room, yelling about some Keith Beans, and he wanted me to smack him in the face repeatedly, but very lightly. It was deeply uncomfortable for me and i stop just stop right there i don't know what the hell you're talking about or no, how no no that that all scans if it's some dom sub thing that you're into that's fine but i didn't like being dragged into it personally yeah keith you gotta keep i don't know that. who you the gotta, hell you think you are hey but buddy that is you gotta keep that personal life personally you know not on the job I let just you, let your free. Hey, you know. I just go sit down know. and eat the rest of my beans, fuming, angry. That's why we call them beans. <laughs> hey, what? Okay, so what? Who the hell are you, people? What's going on here? Yeah, what? What do you uh, mean by we're in? I knew it. You're a goddamn X man. Agent Kennedy looks at Billy Harrison and says. Um, They've uh, they've seen a lot of shit, so I say we just let him keep the bag, give him the number, and bail. You want to get home, right? And he's like, I need to get home. Does she noticeably lose that accent? Oh, yeah. It's oh, gone. Okay. 
I pull my gun out and point it at Billy Harrison and say, if you leave right now without telling us what's happened, I will kill you. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, 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 Keith, whoa, Keith, 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 that conversation we had about guns. It's... I don't care right now. He is, I don't know who this guy is, but I don't like him. Hey, but hey, all right, keep your, keep your gun on him, but also come over here for a second. I stand exactly where I am. I'm okay. fighting mad. I'm furious. I'm going right to, I'm going to come over there. I'm going to okay. whisper in your ear, okay? Okay. All right, hey, it's what, like, I won't tell Clark, but it's what he's saying true. No. Sure? I swear to God, are you sure, buddy? That's why I want to shoot. I want to shoot him right now. Okay. Well, think about if maybe you haven't done anything today that somebody wouldn't get shooting mad at you for, and if anybody needs to die, you know what I mean? Like, while you guys are having this conversation, he speaks up and he says, "And uh, I would like my gun and my ID back, please." Uh, we do we? I think we have those, right? Yeah. I go ahead and go pick it out. Go and get it. Evidence, evidence yeah. bags. Yeah. Don't give him his gun back. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, uh, Clark, when you walk back into the room, Keith has his gun trained on Billy Harrison, and John is whispering sweet nothings into Keith's ear, and Billy is just standing there and looking at you as is Agent Kennedy. And I'm gonna kind of edge my way if I can in in front of that gun. I. Do the I put my hand way over and <laughs> aim it over him. I'm doing exaggerated fake yawn <laughs> and put my hand up. You you can't don't leave here without. I don't know who you are, how you know what you know about me or us, but just tell us something before you go. I take I'm taking the badge and the I have his gun right. You have yeah his ID and his gun. I'm gonna well, wait, Clark. Before you give him that gun, let's have a little powwow. No, I still I go walk up to him, and I have the clip out of the gun. Okay, and I hand him the ID and just the clip, and I'm holding onto the gun. And I'm saying uh, I'm not going to let him shoot you, but the sentiment does uh, ring true. We, we want to know what's going on around here. <sighs> okay, well, what is going on around here? She kicks in, and she's like, "You're fucked." Each and every one of you are completely fucked. Guys, the world does not work in the way that we all grew up knowing it to be. And you are now charged with understanding that. That understanding of the world will cause your life to crumble before your eyes. But the thing that keeps us going is that daily we are saving the human race from getting wiped out of existence. We're going to give you the same information newcomers get, which is a phone number. And he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a card and it's got a phone number on it. And she says, now you give them a call if things get completely out of hand or they will call in 48 hours if you don't. I hate to do it like this, but this is your problem now. I'm going to leave this bag here with you. Anything you put in it disappears. This bag, we do not know what it does or what it is capable of outside of that, but we do know that it seems to make things that we need to not be on this world anymore. It makes them gone. Very few have heard of it, even fewer believe it, but we've all seen today all of us for the first time that Agent Victor's Nike bag is legit. I'm going to leave it with you all, and you can drop it at a secure location when the job is done. And he says, and I'd like my gun bag, please. 
I turned and looked back at Keith. The whole time she was talking, I was just like slowly lowering my gun and like jaw dropping. Like I'm kind of slowly realizing what's been going on the past few days and putting it together. And gun is holstered and I'm kind of like just staring off. I turn back and go ahead and hand him his gun. Good luck. And they walk out. Guys, we're fucking X-Files now. (laughs) 